0: I know we know the song. I know we understand the, the emotions that are expressed in that song. Sometimes, though, we forget the depth and the love of that song. It is a tie that binds us together. We're richly blessed by that time. But we still, we're working on it. I believe we'll keep working on it throughout our lives. We keep working on it, but we still find it difficult to express those emotions at any depth of level in our lives. It's hard to share trials, tribulations, the distresses that we go through. We all like to believe that what we're facing is not as great as somebody else is facing, that their trials is greater than ours, and we don't want to overburden them, and so on and so forth. But we forgive how blessed that tie is that binds us together. The depths and the riches of God's Marvelous grace, how deep they go. How deep they tie us together. It's always interesting to go back and first some mention that sometimes we forget the impact that we have on another or didn't realize we had one. So we were able to go back to some places years later and find out how we touched some minds along the way. And sometimes we simply forget them along the way. We each believe that we have the strength, and we do, that we draw from God to help us face our trials and our tribulations. Again, sometimes we how uh, what we can gain by our leaning on each other and sharing with one another. Paul's letter to the Ephesians is a tremendous letter to, to read through and to study from trying to catch a little bit of that glimpse of this tide that binds us together. We look in that first chapter and we look at verses 13 and 14. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also we having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. We've trusted in him, we've obeyed him, we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And that is part of a tie that binds us together, that reminds us that whatever it is that we go through life, and again we're given the scriptures to Remind us of that fact and to again remember that as we read and as we're studying, as we're doing, like we're on Wednesday night, looking through Nehemiah and catching some lessons out of there, reminding themselves that as Nehemiah walked among the people in Jerusalem, as he faced the difficulties that were there and the response that he received from the people. The world in which he was walking and which the people were living was just as real to them as the world in which we live and we walk. They were human beings just as we are. They had a knowledge of God. We have a more complete knowledge, but even with that more complete knowledge, we still falter along the way sometimes in this trusting God that as we face trials and tribulations, as we face setbacks, as we face the challenges that lay before us to continue to lean on each other to find that tie that binds us together. And to the second chapter of Ephesians, verse 7 and following. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Again, listen to the words and spend some time with what Paul is describing that is available to us the exceeding riches of his grace. For by grace you have been saved through faith, but not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. Then we are for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before him that we should walk in them. They didn't prepare us to walk in them perfectly as we define perfectly and did not define that we would walk in them alone outside the help of brothers and sisters in Christ. And that we're not here to but so we're uh, we have a work that God has prepared. And in that work that He has prepared, He has included His body. And that's you and I. He's included us in doing the work that He's given to us individually to do as well. And ours is understanding. Whatever it is that we do, we do with the help of others. And whatever we do with the help of others is because of what God is doing through us. Roman to chapter 3. Verse 16, Paul, That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit and the inner man. Again, catch the depth of what is describing for us. Of what we have because we're in Christ and we have this time that binds us together. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints... What is the width, the length, the depth, and the height? And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. This walking together in unity, this tie that Binds us together. This understanding that the grace and the magnitude of what God has bestowed upon us. We as humans again have that tendency as humans do of walking by sight. We like to build monuments. It seems like after we build them the generations down the road they won't take them down. That's another story. But we like to build things that we can see and identify this is what we have done. We want to leave that legacy behind. The biggest legacy that we leave behind is that there is a body of Christ that is serving the master. We all understand that. We come, we've seen those come and go. It's hard to even begin to imagine just in the time that we've been together How we have gone. How many have passed on to their reward? And how many would love to see some things that they see taking place and, and back to and forth? But even as we see what we would like to see, it's going to come a time when we believe that we believe that we want. And that will follow. There's a tie that binds us together, not just collectively as a congregation here, but there's a tie that binds us together universally. There is no way, to even to begin to imagine, because of its impossibility, to imagine a world without God. You see the terribleness of the effect of Satan. We see the destruction that his lives have caused. We see the hurt that he's caused to God's people as he's tried to divide and destroy. But all the way through the Scriptures, we have that constant reminder that God is still there. That he still cares and that he still loves his people. So you go into chapter four. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the column with which you were called. Beseech to urge to beg. Individually, collectively, you walk worthy of that call. It. And you can start with Genesis 3, and you can go through Revelation 22, and through that reading of yours, you will always find God's people, being the beings who rise and fall with very circumstances that they encounter. The walking word, we have a very different definition at times than a word God does. Do we love Him? Do we trust Him? We're giving our life to him. That's worthy really interesting. decide. Can we say worthiness and effects, results, changes that we see, and sometimes forgive what it is that God has asked of us. Have you ever been complicated. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your heart. Save as country, love your neighbor as yourself. That hangs everything. That's everything you Loving God. In knowing the depths of God's love. And working with us who come so short. We look at each other and say, oh, you know, I remember it. Sometimes that's our problem. I remember what you did or you didn't do what you supposed to do. I remember a word that you said or a statement that you made that really took me to the place. I remember how whatever it is, I need to remember Hebrews 10. 17 and 18. Your sins and in your iniquities I will remember no more, says the Lord. Paul states some things that he had that he's done in the past that I think Satan used. That messenger from Satan sent the buffet his body to keep him from exalting himself. Remember what you did as a Pharisee? Remember what you did to the Lord's church in Jerusalem? How can you think God can use you? Whatever He used, Paul said, I have to buffet my body daily. I have to bring it into subjection. Thus I lose my focus. And that hasn't changed. Satan is always there. Ours is to be reminded of what it is that He's done for us, what it is that He's wanting from us. With all lowliness, Gentleness with long suffering, bearing with one another, and love. That's walking according to the call of the Sprite's callings. The loneliness, <coughs> the servants. What is expected of the servant? Is a servant the one who chooses? ask? Chooses the location? Chooses the help that they want to go with what they're doing. No. The task of the servant is to do the will of the master. Whatever that will may be. And however long that it may be. We need to be reminded Sometimes the task is short. Sometimes that task that was short leaves a deep impression on the individual. Sometimes it gives the encouragement that you need. I long for the day. sitting Sooner, let's go and follow. She had a short moment to read a deep impression of what to do for But I was part of God's book. The lessons that came from that are being implemented. The lives that she touched. It's all given into others. In person that she left on others. Lowliness of heart. Just do the job. Just do the task. Just do it cheerfully and live. Whatever. whatever the task may be. Jesus reminds us in Luke 17 verse 10. The task of a servant is to do the will of the master. When all has been said and done, the servant has no room for boasting. to. He's simply done what the master master had asked him to do. That's it. Does it matter? No, it doesn't. Where I serve. I may think it does. Then the first time I went into a maximum security prison and had that steel door clang, uh, fan, uh, closed behind me, it it's an eerie, eerie feeling. Remember the time when I was in there and had the prison shut down until they found what they were looking for. I remember the church that uh, taught barbering in this prison, absolute security prison. Every day he handed out eight straight straight-edge races. Every day. To teach them how to serve. And every day, before he left, he had one of the inmates given to, to service. And one of those racers did not show up in the camp, And immediately the prison shut down. And wherever you were at that time, that's where you stayed. And we of young men and women that were wanting to learn more about prison work, they got an education. They wanted to learn more about it, they had to try to keep the baton without telling them what was going on and why it was going on. We're just going to stay here for a while and we're going to do some things here. You know, we're not going to go over here like we thought we were. You know, explain it all around until so they found what they were looking for, then the president looking back up. They could not tell what happened until they like that. outside. But I'm simply saying, does it matter where? Does it matter? Who do you talk to? Does it was a matter of the circumstances in which you talk to them? Does it was a matter of the results? I knew there were prayers being offered. All the time it doesn't work for me. And God went down until I had my advice. Blessed be the tide of mind. And to be able to in time have a burden of thoughts on that road. Does it matter? We sometimes have that concept. But I like to serve to you. I like to be able to do that. I believe I can be a bit here? And then then that thing. not seem to work on But when you want to do what's right, want to serve the Lord, the doors have a way of opening up. We're expressing by 1 in a way that said, when I pray, coincidence happens. And when I do not pray, coincidence does not happen. That was just a coincidence, wasn't well, it? How God works. How He moves around in our lives. He has a way of working. Like i said before, it's hard to say for me to pinpoint something in my life and say, without a moment's hesitation, that was the need of God. But as a Christian, you cannot look at your life and say, I see the fingerprints of God all over the line. You're missing something. Why do I allow that to take place? Why did that want to take place? What's the purpose for? It? Some of it's not going to be seen for years, and some of it may not be seen. The things you do, the things you said, the way you've conducted yourself, you may not ever see any results out of that. Until you reach out. Your smile, your deed, doing something that's unexpected for someone else you may not to really see how that works. Each other. And I'm not sure how that one works out when you say it. I really don't. I'm not sure that again the will say, "Oh yeah, I remember you from 1967. I remember what you said." Uh, I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. I'm going to have a spiritual bond. Going be in eternity, and how that all works out. I, think, you know, I hear people say once well, while I've got a list I'm making up. I've got a list of people I want to talk to. I want to talk to Noah. You know, I want to talk to Jonah. Why did you run? Uh, I've got a whole list of people I like to find out why they did the things that they did. But I don't it. Really how he will work with our knowing children, what, uh, what took place, and how that works out—that's something but I know there is a knowledge there. Paul said, I'll see you someday. You're my crown. You're my, what I've done. I look forward to being in heaven. I already chooses to do that. Lowliness of mind. Get with gentleness. Long-suffering. There's a word that we don't like to often: Long-suffering. Bearing with one another in love. Staying with each other. You see it in the language. You see it in the body. Staying with one another. But encouraging one another along the way. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in that bond of peace. There's a unity that is there. Based on peace. God is God of peace. Sometimes it takes effort to establish peace, doesn't it? Sometimes no? peace is established; it's not long-lived. You know that from the human perspective. You see it in scriptures. Sometimes peace was not long-lived. But it's trusting God in the life that we live, of doing His will. How he works is amazing. How he touches his lines is amazing. We're the trying to keep that unity and that bond of peace. Reminding ourselves what we call the seven ones. One bond. That's it. One spirit. Calling one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, and one baptism. One God of all God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. So there and Texan in that one, not In you all. Uh, but it's interesting how he intersperses the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and this concept of who we are. In the body of Christ. And that there's a oneness there. We need to be reminded of that and strive to do it within our lives. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the manager of God's will. God gave us grace, according to His. It's a mystery. the Spirit Grace to be able to accept that God has been able to take you as His finite individual, who is described as a vapor that appears for a little while. And then vanishes the But God in His grace yes. he is able to use you for His glory. And then He chooses to. Amazing. He chooses to use you for His glory. The puff and the God. But in that hope, your life has been touched. The lives of others have been touched. And that ripple effect will go on down through time. It has for us, and it time to go on. But he's given you grace. You're not a nobody. You are a heir of God. You have worth to Him. He chose to reach down to you before time end, to plan for your salvation. And then through His grace and His mercy and His patience among suffering, you will want so you would have an opportunity to pursue, to, to learn, to believe, to confess, to repent, be baptized, be a child of God, then to grow day by day and see those changes take place. before you know it, it's But he has chosen to give you this. The question is, what are you going to do with it? why do you want to go on? look around us and make decisions? How do we respond to what's going on? Does what you see in the world of the To see the place. The influence of Satan. The destruction of the beings. The souls that are lost. The souls that we are... have. And we're all the time. You know the peace that He gives, that passes all understanding. So let's take an area Psalm 8, verse This is a glory. This is a glory that the Lord will know. Let us rejoice when we die it. Are you going that? Let's be the time that binds our hearts in Christian life. We are His. Let's live through joy and peace. And let's serve a full heart so that He may be glorified and that we may see Him one day face to face. If Your life is not where it needs to be. There is a need in your life to make a change. We want to encourage you to be seriously consider about this evening. If we can assist you and you can help me in any way that we assist you, we encourage you to come out together to surrender We stand in silence.